Welcome to the Shift Control Podcast. Um, my name is Paul McAnallen, and this is a bit of a very brief solo podcast. Um, I just wanted to share with you some, um, just what a brilliant week it's been um, since last Sunday. And every time I do a podcast, I try and connect and re- relate everything to business and to to marketing, communications, value proposition, sales strategy, and all that sort of stuff. So it's not difficult to try and join the dots between two or three events of this week to take it a little bit outside the textbook narrative for, for business and try and relate to some experiences that I've had that, uh, that certainly interested me. I start off with Bruce Springsteen gig on Sunday night at Crow Park in Dublin and um, very lucky to get the hollowed red wristband that got me access to the pit. Um, and at one point in the gig, I was probably about maybe five or six meters away from Springsteen. Um, and again, the gig was just amazing. I, I'm not really sure how that format of playing one particular album in its entirety in a gig really works. Um, Springsteen could probably sing the telephone book for me and I'd probably be happy enough to listen. But The River was the first my, my first entry point into Bruce Springsteen, the song itself. And I've seen him four times and I just really, really respect anybody who can make themselves relevant for as long as he has. So if you go back to the late 70s with Born to Run, I think, and the 80s into Born in the USA and all the way up to through to the Rising and Wrecking Ball. And, you know, he has a body of work that is just, uh, it's just magnificent in its scale, but also in its quality. And one of the things that, that Springsteen, um, that I kind of identified with on Sunday was his ability to totally understand his crowd. Um, I blogged about this before. There's an article that I read in the New Yorker magazine about 2012 where Steve Van Zandt was being interviewed and uh, talking about the success of Springsteen and the why factor. Why, is he, why has he been so enduring and durable and so successful? And Steve Van Zandt, who played a, a character in The Sopranos, of which I can't remember, but also is the guitarist in the East Street Band, as well as as a solo artist in his own right, I've talked about a conversation that he'd had with Springsteen way back when Springsteen was writing a song or trying to put words down for a song. And Steve Van Zandt was asking, how was it going? And Bruce said, I'm just trying to write this song that how I'm, how I'm feeling at the minute and my view on this, that and the other. And, and Steve Van Zandt says, well, what were you doing that for? So nobody fucking wants to listen to, to you. People don't go to your gigs to hear you. They go to your gigs to hear about them. And in that one sentence, they just totally get what Springsteen does. He just completely reflects, understands the the anxieties, the dreams, the aspirations of, you know, um, liberal blue collar America, and not just America beyond that. Um, he has such a firm understanding of his audience. He knows exactly what to say, when to say it. He orchestrates every movement at a gig. He completely controls the mood of the audience. He takes it up, up and up and he can take it down with a song and some of the things he says. He does it in a, in a way that Bono can only dream of doing. Um, and he just remains completely faithful to his own ideology and his own brand values. And two things that, that I took away from that gig and I, I have done with all of Bruce Springsteen's gigs is that his passion transcends everything. Whether you like his music or not, you get caught up with his passion. And the second thing is that his audience engagement and understanding is unparalleled. 
Um, there are very few other artists that can be relevant for such a long time. The number of millennials that were at the gig compared to the other boys like me, you know, um, it's hard to know which uh, outweighed which, and that that is real brand success. Um, Springsteen probably would hate to be considered as a brand, but uh, in the context of what I do, he's a really good example of a successful brand. And it takes me on to last night. So, um, so yeah, just listen to Springsteen. That's what I would say. Um, if you're not listening to him, you're missing out big time. Last night, um, find myself down in Greystones in County Wicklow, um, a beautiful town um, just on the sea. Um, an amazing, just beautiful, really, really beautiful, and just off the main motorways. Um, and the home to Stephen and David Flynn, um, the owners, twin owners of the Happy Pear vegetarian restaurant in um, in that town. And a, the reason that we went down there last night, myself and Connor, Connor Devine, um, is Connor had mentioned to me years ago, uh, not years ago, maybe six months ago, a guy called Rich Roll, who was this um, endurance athlete, uh, an ultra Ironman dude, and uh, uh, a podcaster from West Coast America, who had a really good narrative and a really good uh, story and really good tone of voice and all that. I should listen to him. So I listened to him. It was the very one of the very first podcasts I listened to was uh, Rich Roll in conversation with Michael Gervais. And I've been following Michael Gervais more than Rich Roll, but Rich Roll is a bit of a dude. He's top 10 on the iTunes podcast list. Like everybody listens to him. The quality of guests he has is just extraordinary. His story is amazing. The way he does what he does is amazing. Um, but he was going to be in Greystone last night. Um, a few months ago, the Hobby Power fellas had uh, hit Rich Roll up on Twitter and said, hey, look what we do, look what you do. And they're both uh, very passionate about... Uh, a plant-based lifestyle and um, Rich is a, a, a Stanford graduate, lawyer, uh, recovering alcoholic, 50-year-old um, who is recognized by Men's Fitness Magazine as the, top, the top 20, in the top 25 fittest men in the world. Um, nothing like America for good old lists, but you know what, if even if he's in the top 100, That'll be fairly impressive. He's 50 and he's in deadly nick and he tells a great story. And he was down... Um, uh, he's down in um, Greystones last night. So we head down there and it was just incredible. The Flynn brothers, Stephen and David, are absolute lunatics. They're fucking mental. Um, and they have grown a really, really successful business over 12 years in Greystones to the point that they were on... A, the Late Late Show, I think, last week. Um, they have a YouTube channel. They are on Jamie Oliver's food channel. And they're now buddies with Rich Roll. And I'm not suggesting that there's anything going to happen. But it will be really, really disappointing if those guys don't go stratospheric in the USA. Um, if Rich gives them the kind of audience that he can, if he gets them onto some of those afternoon shows like Ellen and Oprah and all that sort of done, then these guys are going to go crazy. Um, the way they tell their story is just fantastic. They're off the moment, like it's such a zeitgeist material, it's untrue. The media that they use, they're all over Snapchat, their Twitter engagements. Just check them out in Snapchat, man. They're honestly, they're just unbelievable. Um, but again, what really got me is the fact that they're passionate, so passionate about their craft. They're so passionate about their food. They're so passionate about the product, the presentation of the product. They're so passionate about 
themselves, their families, about the community they've created. And you just can't be but overwhelmed by their passion when you meet them. And they know their audience. They're not trying to convince you that they're right and you're wrong. They're not trying to promote a vegetable, plant-based lifestyle at the expense of everything else. They're all cool about it, but they've got a really, really interesting perspective. Um, they've made the, the subject uh, very interesting and very uh, um, very relevant for all generations rather than just the, 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 hippie, the hippie kind. Um, and they just have a lovely story and their food's really nice. Um, so it was really interesting to be in the company of, of superstars and superstars in the making and just to see how humble they are and how authentic that they are um, because what you see with Rich Roll and his wife um, is exactly what you hear. It's exactly the man that does the, um, the, the, the Ironman, the ultra endurance stuff, who's transformed himself, who's changed his life, um, who's just done stuff brilliantly, um, but is so humble and really down to earth and was happy to, to be photographed and signed stuff and had conversations with people. Um, and it's really interesting that those really, really enduring brands all share those common traits um, of passion. They're passionate about what they do and they're passionate about their audiences and they, they, they know how to communicate with those audiences and they're not afraid to. They're not afraid to stand out for, their, for to be different. Bruce Springsteen was different when he first came out. He did things differently. He, he sang songs differently. He played guitar differently um, and he made certain things his own and the same with Rich Roll. He, he, he stood out for what he believed in very authentic and uh, similarly with the happy power guys um so i think there's a lot that can be said if you if you even if you, you you sit back and look at other parts of your life whether it's in sport or music or uh, industry or um i was going to say politics but i'm not trying to keep it real here but other uh, you know people that work in the charity sector people who work people you know locally people in your own family who do things um, in a certain way that, that, that makes them stand out as different, but for the right reasons, check out what it is and see what, what they do that can be applied to your business because there's a lot of stuff that I learned last night about just simply the way the happy pair people behave, the staff as well, the, the, the happiness that exudes, the, just, just the real happiness that, that an energy that is, exudes uh, the whole space, the people, um, everything. And uh, those things just don't happen coincidentally. They obviously take a lot of work. 10 years is about the right time for 10,000 hours. So you take a look at the 10 years from where Rich Roll was doing his Ultraman stuff and you take the 10 years that Happy Power has been in existence. And if you just keep on working hard at stuff, then um, you, tend to get, you tend to get your brand where it needs to be. So I've wanted to share that because I had a cracking night last night. And if, if you haven't been... Uh, if you're not familiar with Rich Roll, go to richroll.com, go through any of the podcasts. I'd suggest the interview with Steve O from Jackass fame. Um, a, or, yeah, just knock yourself out anywhere. They're brilliant. They're really brilliant. And as for the Happy Power, just Google Happy Power, I think, .ie. Go to their YouTube TEDx Liffey conversation and you'll just see the lunacy of these two lads that are just, they're really cool. They're just, they're on point with everything. Like, um, and uh, yeah, because they're going to be big. Um, thanks for listening. And I'll hopefully get back to you again uh, soon with uh, another interview. But that was just a wee solo podcast. I'm going to change the name of it. Uh, the big business ideas for SMEs and startups is really, really long and tedious and not uh, what 
I had intended it to be, but uh, was probably what was in my head at the time. So um, I most likely will be adventurous and call it the Shift Control Podcast. So, uh, But thanks for, for spending some time with me, and I'll catch up with you again soon.